Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From autosport.com and autosport magazine, it's Martin Lee here, and let's review an explosive rally Croatia. It's the Gravel Notes podcast with Tom Howard. My name is Martin Lee, asking Tom the questions today. And holy moly, Robin Pera wins in Croatia a year after crashing out on stage one. But that was not a simple rally. Nobody could have predicted how that one went. What are your impressions? If you're a rally fan right now, you're being spoilt for choice with the drama and excitement that is happening in the championship and has been for the last six months or so. Um yeah, to basically to put it mildly, two events from three this year have gone to a final stage showdown. And on Sunday, we had a hell of a final stage showdown between Oit Tanak and Kali Rovenpera. The rally itself looked as though Rovenpera had this sewn up. He'd led by more than a minute, maybe a minute and a half on Saturday morning, had a 31 second lead on Sunday morning, having lost almost a minute to a puncture on Saturday. But on Sunday, uh, it all got turned on its head uh, thanks to some sudden downpour shower that on the penultimate stage uh, and uh, poor Callie had the wrong tyres for that and lost his lead to Oit Tanak. And then we had a final stage showdown. <laughs> Let's review a tweet you sent on Sunday morning when Rovenpera looked like it had it all under control. 
which said, soft tyre gamble hasn't paid off for Tanak on stage 17. Robin Perra on hard per- uh, Pirelli's extends his lead to 31.1 seconds with just three stages to go. The Flying Finn will take the win unless... There is a twist in the tail. And you had no idea when you tweeted that, that holy moly, would there be a twist in the tail. And in fact, I think we did a, I think we did a Twitter poll uh, Sunday morning. Who will win Rally Croatia? And this will be one that uh, our dear ra- rally fans might have got a little bit wrong. So there we go. I'll just, I'll just mention that. Tanak took 57% and uh, Robin Perra took 43% of the fan vote of who would win. So there you go. We, we get it wrong, but the fans get it wrong as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, I mean, no one really could have predicted what would happen um, in just those final three stages. So, so yeah, as, as we said, like by stage 17 of 20, Robin Perra's got a 31 second lead over Tanak and you're thinking, yep, home and dry. This is simple. But then on stage 18, Tanak gets a claws a little bit of that, that time back. So it's like 28 seconds the lead uh, for Rothenpera going into the penultimate stage. And then the he- the heavens opened. Toyota didn't actually have the information that it was going to rain. They believed that it was just going to be cloudy and the rain wouldn't come down. Whereas Hyundai, Tanak's team, uh, their weatherman got it spot on. He absolutely knew it was going to rain. So they, they took the soft tyres rather than the hard tyres that uh, Robin Perry took and the softs are much better in the wet. Tanak had a huge advantage going into this absolute sopping wet stage uh, where he got, he took, um, well he reclaimed all of that uh, that deficit to Robin Perry and had a 1.4 second lead going into the uh, final stage where poor Callie just looked crestfallen because He'd done everything, like he dominated the rally and then just saw it all just evaporate on one stage and left him with one stage to fight back. It was just, uh, you had to feel for him, but ultimately a, a wrong tyre call was his downfall there. But uh, but the team obviously didn't have the info. So we had this uh, absolute grandstand finish set up where we had a final power stage, obviously live on television. So, you know, a big crowd there that in fact there was... Uh, reports of 350,000 fans across the weekend for Rally Croatia. They really seemed to pack the stages. They loved it uh, and they got a great finish. So heading into that final stage, uh, the, the, bizarrely, the roads were absolutely bone dry and the sun had come out after that rain on the uh, previous stage. But there was a lot of mud on the roads, which meant that that Cali's tyres were not the uh, rubber you needed for that stage and Anoit had the advantage. So uh, to do what Cali did, which was, as he said, a full send, uh, which is written on his crash helmet, and um, he absolutely launched into this stage. Um, I've never seen anything quite like this. It was just full maximum attack, full like Colin McRae style, and it was just ragged but he managed to pull the gap and win the rally by 4.3 seconds which was just left everyone stunned nobody thought he could do this and I think that this is the moment where we've realized we've got a real superstar on our hands in WRC at the moment so after a podium ceremony and was wearing a golden tie which you hear Tom reference in this uh, Tom caught up with Callie uh, afterwards just very quickly for some initial reaction here's what he said Congratulations, that was an incredible drive. Where does this rank? What does this mean? Um, I think one of the toughest weekends for sure. Uh, really tough conditions and uh, and everybody had some, some moments and issues. And uh, at the end we also had the puncture yesterday and today. We lost a lot of time with the tyre choice. Um, 
So yeah, to be be driving until the last corner, um, flat out, it was quite tough. But yeah, it was nice to to win. Did you think you'd lost the win? Did you think it had gone? Yeah, when I saw the pictures from the from the power stage, how muddy it was, and and knowing that Oid has the softs, so I was pretty sure it's it's quite difficult to match him. But yeah, then I just decided to try anyway because you always need to try, and yeah, it worked out quite well. So what's with the time? Well, they just gave it it on the podium, so I left it on. Tom, there, he just seems to be taking it all in his stride. He's absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's, again, I mean, he was extremely emotional uh, at the stage end when the uh, the reporters came to him, and he, you could see he was physically shaking. I don't think he quite believed he could do it uh, and pull that, that win back that seemingly was lost. They cut to the Toyota camp and, and the Hyundai camp, and their faces were just... Like dumbfounded, how has he? How has he done it? Like no one can explain how he did this, which is one of those sort of weird moments. Uh, but yeah, Cali, what a superstar! Uh, he really is something else, and I think we will. It's a big, big call this, but already he's got a twenty-nine point lead in the championship. But I think we will see if he if he carries on like this, he will win this championship, and we will become the youngest ever champion, which will eclipse Colin McRae's record, and he was. McRae was 27 when he did it, and Cali is only 21 at the moment. And how about having less of a reference point for the roads because of crashing out on the, the first stage in 2021? So it's not like he had loads of experience under his belt to call upon. Absolutely. He would not have been the favourite coming into this rally. Simple as that. Yes, he had uh, obviously some testing beforehand, but last year, as we all know, he had a big crash on the first stage. His, his rally was five kilometres, so he has no knowledge of the rest of the stages. So to do what he did, he actually praised his his, new, his, um, his note-making crew for the rally because they really obviously delivered him some great uh, f- you know, information on the stages for him to be able to do what he did. But yeah, going into the rally, you would have said, yep, he could have got a podium, but the win, you wouldn't have said he was his favourite because that that is a tough rally at the best of times. And to do it with the wet weather and all the mud on the roads that happened... Uh, yeah, phenomenal achievement. Um, Latvala even said that on Friday it was the best ever performance Cali had ever done in a WRC car, and you ha- you have to say it's his best ever rally. There's no no question about it. It was it was phenomenal. So he's won on snow, on tarmac, on gravel in mixed conditions. Is it now time to start talking about odds and things like that? Look, it's, it's, a, it's a season where so much is going to happen and we've got drivers coming and going as well. But, I mean, do you want to make an early prediction so that if you're wrong, our fans, like I just mentioned, can say, ah, oh, but in, in April you said this. Yeah, I'm, I'm fully happy to be shot down. But if, as I said, if he carries on like this, if he carries on like this, there'll be no stopping him because a 29-point lead already, that's already a rally, isn't it, in points? So, um yeah, there will be trouble in the air. There's no way he'll go through a season and it'll be perfect. It's just not not done. But if he carries on the level of performance like this, and what, what is important here is the maturity that he's showing when he's driving because he's only 21. But what he was doing in Croatia was quite quite phenomenal. Yari Mati actually said that at his age, there was no one on the level like Cali is right now. Like he is he's doing something that we haven't seen before, which is he's he's just got this maturity of knowing when to cut corners and not in it and there's a there's an art to that, um, which sort of takes years to learn really. And Kelly <laughs> is doing it right now at the age of twenty one, which is a bit of a worry for the rest of the field because 
if he's doing this now, he's only going to get better. Like, imagine what he's going to be like at 25. Like, what what are we going to see here? Is he going to be, he could well be the next Loeb or Ogier. There's no question about it. So you caught up straight after the rally as well with Toyota WRC boss Yari Matty Latvila, and he had this to say. Yari, um, wow, uh, what a performance from Cali Robin Pera this weekend and in that final stage. Can you quite believe uh, what he's done? It's a, he's a miracle kid, I can tell you that. Uh, it's amazing this uh, performance what they did. I mean, I, I could not have, I could have not thought that he can win the stage and he can win the rally. We had already a little bit lost the, lost, lost the feeling because we, on the paper, when you are looking, you know, we were sure that uh, Tanak has better tyres and Tanak is going to win that stage. But I don't know where he pulled that speed and, 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 and that attack, what he did, but uh, that is, uh, I have no words to describe uh, that kind of uh, try what he did, but it's amazing. He's, he really is something quite special, isn't he, I think? Indeed, it's, uh, this really shows for me now that uh, he's a real contender in the World Rally Championship. He is now been growing so quickly that uh, he is already this year the, he's the man to fight in the championship. I was going to say, did you think that the rally had gone after that sort of the, the weather had hit and the, and the tyre decision? Were you sort of worried that you'd thrown it away? Yes, yeah. I mean, when I was watching the the power stage and uh, the first cars when they went through with the the R5 WRC2 uh, cars, it was so muddy, so slippy that you know you could see that no chance with the hard tyre. As we saw on the second last stage when it was raining, that uh, the hard tyre was not uh, not working at all. You were not able to get the grip. Maybe we were slightly lucky with the weather that uh, you know the sun came up and and it was making dry parts for the for the stage that you could build up some heat for the tyre. And then when there was a muddy and, and and sections, of course it was cooling down on those. But then there was always dry coming and you could build up the temperature up again and then you could somehow get that hard tire working. That's the only way I can explain how, how Kalle managed to be that fast. See, last year he crashed out on stage one and this year he's done this. Um, what has changed in that year? Why, how has he done this? He had been growing up like uh, five years, even though in, during one year he has, uh, uh, I think, uh, like uh, he has been get, getting five years more mature than what last year excellent thanks yeah absolutely proud as punch you can hear it in his voice there absolutely i loved his uh his opening live is he's a miracle kid i just love that <laughs> i think that's that is absolutely brilliant and it's it's perfect because yeah he pretty much pulled off a miracle on that final stage it's 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 no question about it like the the, the odds were definitely against him so yeah no yari must be feeling very proud because it, yes obviously we, he's a he's an amazing talent but there's a lot of work that goes behind the scenes there it's, that that have helped you know mold Cali into this. Uh, so um, yeah, he should feel very proud because the team has played a, a, a big role in this too. And just so for, you know, a lot of podcast listeners are coming to this, whether they're you know, hardcore rally fans or just getting into rally because they've seen some amazing coverage. Although he's 21, pedigree heritage with his dad was racing long before he had a, a driving license to, to drive on the roads etc so yes very young but also started very young as well so which as you say is ominous for the way that a you know a rally driver's career builds like you don't get that kind of explosion onto the scene like all overnight successes he's been working on this most of his life <laughs> yeah absolutely you've you've hit the nail on the head there and i think it's it's a, it's a very valid point that we should make is that 
yeah, unlike other motorsports where it's not perhaps unusual to see a 21-year-old go so well, in rallying, it sort of usually takes a lot longer for drivers to develop and mature just so just because of how tough uh the you know the environment is you have to remember that, that what these guys do is is quite phenomenal really when you think about it on paper they're essentially going on closed roads uh there's not really much protection if you goes wrong and you only have really one chance to make your notes uh for this before you go into it so you you really yeah, it takes a lot of experience, as we've seen with some of the other younger drivers in the WRC, how hard it is to know when to push, when to hold back. Adrian Formo is a, is a classic example because on the weekend he had a, another monster accident. And we know that he's got talent, but again, that's three accidents in a row now because maybe a bit of... Um, he was unfortunate on this one, but maybe there has been some times where he's pushed too hard and he should have held back a little bit. And it's just finding that balance, which is why you tend to see the more experienced drivers go so well in rallying. Take a quick break there. We come back, we'll talk about Tanak uh, and how he felt about the results and uh, the rest of the uh, the field as well and some of the big, big incidents and events over Rally Croatia. And as we go forward as well with the return of the Sebastians, stick around, that's on the way. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Okay, Tom, let's talk Tanak. Did you chat to him afterwards? How was he feeling about, you know, so near yet so far? It would have been an incredible result, really. Yeah, I, I think it was quite an interesting reaction from Tanak. He's obviously quite uh, poker face at the best of times. Uh, you quite, you never quite know what, uh, what he's thinking. But um, yeah, I think he knew in himself that he didn't quite have the package to beat Cali Ravenpera in a straight fight. Um, so I think he knows that the, their car isn't quite uh, on a on the same level as the Toyota, but Hyundai have made an awful um, they've made an awful lot of ground up since Monte Carlo, which was awful for them. Um, so now they've had a they had a double podium here in Croatia with um, Oit second and Thierry third. When you think if I said if you said to me that was going to happen in Croatia at Monte Carlo, I wouldn't have believed you because they were so far behind. Um, so they've done an incredible job to get that where, where it is. But yes, Tanak, a great drive from him the entire rally. He had a puncture on, I think it was Saturday now, which cost him a, a bit of time. Um, so he didn't really sort of have everything go his own way. But certainly what brought him back into the fight was the tyre call that Hyundai made. And he had, he credited that at the end of the rally saying like, without the correct tyre calls, we wouldn't have been able to compete with Cali and that was what what was the crux of it so that was an interesting comment from from what to make he said that they've still got a lot of ground to make up which is fair but for him it would be good for his confidence because in fact I think it was his his first podium since Finland in October so it's been a while since he's been on the podium uh so it'll be good for him to get get a little bit of confidence back and a little bit of a sparkle back but we certainly saw on glimpses of just what he can do because he is a real talent 
eight weeks ago, we saw him leaving Rally Sweden with hybrid issues. No sign of any of those problems, those gremlins returning. There were still a few little hiccups here and there. Certainly uh, Thierry had a hybrid issue which delayed him coming out of service. So he picked up a 10-second penalty. And Oliver Solberg and his big fiery crash on uh, Sunday morning. The hybrid red light did come on that, but I believe that that is supposed to happen when there is an accident of that nature. It just automatically puts that red light on. But we didn't have any Sweden issues uh, over the uh, weekend, which was good because that would have upset the fight a little bit. And also must must uh, remember that we have new rules now. So if that does happen, it's only a two-minute penalty for every stage instead of 10 minutes. So it doesn't completely ruin your rally if that happens. So, but luckily it didn't didn't this time around. But we do go to the rough uh, gravel next. So, if there is going to be a time where perhaps the hybrid box might get knocked about a bit, uh, that could be uh, telling. There could be some issues there. But I obviously uh, touch wood. I hope there isn't. What are the big incidents that you want to talk about from Rally Croatia that we haven't covered off yet? Yeah, I guess we'll start with Oliver Solberg, and I feel sorry for him because he had a really good rally. He was he'd never been to Croatia before, so this was completely new to him. And he drove really, really well up until that moment, uh, which was on uh, stage nine. He he was sitting in fifth position, had been very smart about it because the conditions, remember, were extremely challenging, wet, foggy. Um, I, I, to be honest with you, I don't know how they do it. It's genuinely impossible. I think Craig Breen actually said, these are the worst conditions I've ever faced. You could only see 10 metres in front of you. And when you're going through roads like that with trees either side and stuff at speed, that's quite frightening. But although... He actually said, oh, I quite enjoyed it, which is just a classic <laughs> rally driver response. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, anyway, so it's the worst conditions ever, but yeah, I quite, I quite enjoyed it. <laughs> it was, but anyway, um, going back to Oliver, he had a, a big lose uh, coming into a left-hander, um, just got a little bit caught out when the over a crest and the car had gone a bit light and uh, it spun the car around uh, quite fast and gone reverse into a grass bank. Um, the crew were absolutely fine. They got out of the car fine, and then suddenly the car uh, ignited. Uh, the exhaust on the car had caught caught the the rear of the car alight. Uh, so it was nothing to do with the hybrid or anything like that. It was just a classic case of hot exhaust uh, catching a, a car on fire. Um, eventually, it did get put out, but Oliver was like, "Yeah, it was quite hard watching the car." up in flames and there's nothing you can do about it until the fire truck arrives uh, is quite hard to watch so they didn't rejoin uh, so that was the end of their rally um, moving on I guess then to perhaps the most bizarre accident uh, was Adrian Fulmo on stage three on Friday where he ended up in someone's garden um, which is not a sentence I've ever written before um, so uh, yeah what happened was he'd uh, caught out got caught out on a wet patch just aquaplaned the rear of the car sort of spun round and he, he he fired through a hedge um and then landed in a sort of farmer's garden and and the car pulled up just avoiding a uh, statue of a concrete duck uh which was just you sit in there and I'm in the media room and I'm watching this and I'm like is this is this is this real yeah it's real um so yeah the car's pulled up uh, completely, yeah, big damage to it. Luckily, the crew were okay. We could laugh about it, but the but would have been a pretty scary incident and the crew were, were okay. Um, but yeah, the car chassis damage, to, they couldn't repair it. So that was the end of his rally. But again, massive disappointment because that's three re- retirements in a row now. And you just, uh, you you just have to wonder what is gonna, what's going to happen there because 
he really needs a result, but I, I don't know what what how you get over something like that. That's quite tough, tough, um, tough uh, character building sort of situation he's in at the moment. But yeah, sort of just to sort of end that story, um, the the owner of the property that the car ended up in uh, was some, some sort of local farmer who who actually understand uh, found it all quite. Uh, hilarious really but um, uh, and offered I think he offered them some cheese to have before they went back as you do a sad a sad incident we can make light of it but it's actually for the team that prepare that car that's you know it's a lot of work that goes in there that, that's gone up you know sort of quite quickly and, and ended quite quickly so um, yeah you feel for for the team and the driver because it's just one of those ones I, Thierry actually had a moment at the same corner but saved it but Adrian yes. didn't, and that's that's interesting. So it's just one of those ones, like bit of experience. But again, like if if there's a river, if there's a river of water running across the road, I'm not quite sure how you meant to react to that without knowing. It's just one of those ones. It's quite difficult. And and yeah, let, let, let's let's talk about Newville. Where do you start with Thierry? Um, uh, he's he had an, another eventful rally. Um, it just yeah, it just seems so. Everything that could possibly happen to him happened to him. Um, and it does seem like this happens quite a lot, which is um, quite an interesting one. But I guess we'll start off with the fact that he was on the pace and on Friday, second fastest to Robin Perra. He was, in fact, the closest, until the ta- what Tanak did on the final day, he was the closest to Robin Perra at any point. I think he was 12, 12 seconds, 12 and a half seconds uh, behind after stage four. So he was genuinely on on Cali's pace. But then, as I said, stage four, it all unraveled for him because uh, the alternator failed on his I-20. And uh, it meant that uh, uh, the car stopped on a road section outside the service park and poor Thierry and Martin uh, Wiedegger, the co-driver, had to push the car by hand 800 metres to get it into the service park on a, on a road. They, um, I was actually in the media zone when they came in and we could hear the noise and kerfuffle. I was actually talking to Rich Milliner, the M Sport bus at the time, and we actually stopped our interview because we could hear what was going on and we both wanted to watch what was happening. And... Um, they were, put, they were pushing this car in. You could see they were absolutely exhausted. And by the time they'd reached the time control tent, which is opposite the media zone, they both sort of collapsed on the floor. Uh, Paul Martin was like, just had nothing left. And Thierry was just slumped on the roof of the car, just like, I can't believe what's happening. And he was so tired. And they checked in four minutes late, which meant they got a 40-second penalty, which you just, at that point, you're like, wow, that's some effort to keep to do that. But then the, the punishment is obviously you kind of feel for them. But then uh, your feelings probably changed a bit after that, after you realised what had, what else had happened before that, because at that point we didn't know. But uh, what had happened was, um, obviously he'd lost a fair bit of time to this alternate issue. And then Thierry, in trying to make up said time, was speeding ridiculously on a road section to uh, towards the service park. He was clocked doing 100% more than the speed limit that he should have been. Uh, which is not on and uh, was given a one minute penalty for that and was fined 1,900 euros and the FIA gave him two days of public service that he needs to carry out. Uh, And this isn't the first time he's been done for speeding either. So it's one of those ones where you can kind of see why he's done it because 
uh, he tried to argue that the roads were clear, there was going to be no one in danger, and he was trying to make up the lost time. I can understand why you would have made that call, but again, you can't. You know, rules are rules. You can't. You can't do that. Really, it's not. It's not completely on. So he got a got a penalty for that, which basically put him out of any chance of victory. And then um, he copped another another penalty. He had an engine drama, uh, which lost him some power. Uh, so all in all, he had two minutes of penalties, um, but somehow managed to get back in the third spot by leapfrogging Craig Breen with some excellent driving, I might add. And then he saved uh, the special fireworks for the final stage where obviously, I'm not quite, I mean, he would have been going for the power stage points. So that's why he would have been on maximum attack. But he's just misjudged a, a sort of left corner, a left-hand corner coming into a right and the car's nosed into a ditch and then fired up into the air, almost flipped over and then has landed on its wheels facing the wrong way. Might add at this point, he didn't have intercom, so he couldn't hear his co-driver. So we don't know whether that might have played a part of it. Um, so he's he's picked up a front and a rear puncture, uh, but kept the thing going, uh, turned it around, had no pace notes for the rest of the stage. So poor Martin uh, Wiedegger's doing hand signals in the car to tell him where to go. Uh, and he drags the car home. I don't know how he did it. He dragged the car home and still picked up a podium, which is just... You just, I just, it just beggars belief. You were sitting in the media, so in the media room at this point, we're watching that happen, and then Cali pull off a miracle to win the rally, and you're just like, <laughs> is this some sort of dream, or, or is this like, is this actually real? <laughs> like, yeah, you just couldn't quite believe what you were seeing. Um, and I've been, I've, you know, I've not been doing a, a great deal of rallying in my time, but I have done a fair few years reporting on motorsport and there are not many finishes like that that I've seen over the time so yeah incredible event it's worth checking out if you haven't seen some of the uh, the bits and bobs of footage yet it's worth uh, having a look at that on board from Craig Breen uh, in the mist and the fog which just takes your breath away and uh, and, th- and those big incidents we've talked about as well as those images are pretty uh, iconic already uh, how uh, how Newville didn't uh, flip onto the roof I have no idea things like that worth checking out if you haven't already so Tom we move on uh, to the Vodafone Rally de Portugal to give it its full title I believe uh, less than a month to wait now and of course we get OGA and Loeb uh, back again reigniting that battle which uh, uh, you know at one point you might have thought okay well those are going to be the high points the flash points of, of this season but in a way I mean it's an incredible season already but that's not to say that we don't want to see these two incredible uh, drivers back so we're looking forward to Portugal and we're going to be there uh, our coverage a little bit more enhanced as well tell us about that yeah just to sort of go back on your point there the goats are back for Portugal so <laughs> um, we've got goats on gravel round two well it should be an interesting fight no, no less I mean obviously everyone's excited that the Sebastians, Loeb and OJ will be back. But who knows? Maybe they won't be able to contend with Cali Rovenpera. That that might just be the situation now. It might be a case of that they might be overshadowed by Cali now. That's that is how the thing how how rallying is playing out at the moment. But of course you cannot rule out uh those two Sebastians and and we all hope that there will be another uh, round of the uh, fight that we saw in Monte Carlo because that was sensational. So let's just hope let's hope they live up to the billing. But again, I, they may find it really tough to to actually compete with some of the guys at the moment. So um, it'll be interesting to watch. Yes. So 
Rally Portugal will be the event that the WRC has chosen to celebrate 50 years of the World Rally Championship. So it's going to be quite an exciting event. Um, so there'll be a lot of activities going on. There'll be a lot of past and, and obviously current world champions there to celebrate uh, this unique milestone for the championship. So yeah, there's going to be a very exciting rally and uh, hopefully we'll be able to to bring the best bits of everything that goes on uh, to the viewers. Awesome. And we're looking forward to uh, being there as well. Tom, thank you so much. Make sure you are uh, glued to our socials at Autosport, at Motorsport, uh, at Tommy Howard as well. You can see what Tom's uh, putting on his personal uh, accounts. Uh, if you want a first-hand uh, view of what it's like, because Tom's heading to, I think, pretty much every event this year, if not uh, uh, every event, which is absolutely wonderful. Well, th- thank you very much for listening today. A reminder that if you'd like to go and see all of what we've been talking about in the flesh, you go to motorsporttickets.com and check out their latest offers. Motorsport Tickets provides a range of experiences covering the diverse WRC calendar from the ultra-fast tarmac of Croatia to the tough terrain of Sardinia and the iconic jump-laden roads of Finland. So you can get everything from general admission tickets to luxury VIP tailor-made experiences. Motorsport Tickets is your gateway to the WRC. VIP experience is delivered by the official WRC Hospitality Agency European Sport Communication Uh, you get your service park access and the chance to go behind the scenes of the very best of the best WRC teams and much much more as well find out more if you're curious now after having heard that Uh, find out more motorsporttickets.com dead easy URL to remember motorsporttickets.com check it out thanks for listening and we'll see you soon Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Reach new career heights with University of Maryland's Robert H. Smith School of Business. Flexible MBA and MS options. GMAT and GRE not required. Learn more at go.umd.edu slash smithschool. University of Maryland Smith School of Business. Inspired, fearless, unstoppable. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.